discuss that. So there is no question or any disputing the fact about the requirement that Christians ought to, must exhibit patience. In fact, patience is a virtue or a quality that we all respect until until we come to a situation where we have to exercise it in our own lives. We talk about it always. But when we are confronted with the situation to exercise patience, then we realize how difficult it is. We realize how less we understood or we have, under, yeah, we have understood what patience is about. And I pray that the almighty God who led this topic onto my heart to deliver today, I pray that may he help us to learn a little bit more about patience through this session today, through what he will deliver. I am nobody. I cannot do anything on my own. I solely depend on him and he gave me this message to deliver. And may he help us to understand in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So we start with what is patience? Yeah, what is it that we talk about patience that is in everyone's mouth, but it's difficult to do. Everybody always falls victim of this. The most basic definition of patience is that is that uh, uh, is the one that defines patience as waiting without complaint. Waiting without complaint is difficult. So, um, some people have tended to define patience in this way. However, when we look at this definition, it makes it seem as if patience is not a significant quality. After all, what is significant about not complaining. Yeah, that is the thing. For instance, if I'm waiting for a friend in a a specific location to come to me, and while I'm waiting for this this person, I picked up a novel, a book, I picked up my phone to browse on it, or a book to read happily while waiting for this person. And then finally this person comes. Would I really claim that I excited, uh, uh, that I exhibited uh, or demonstrated patience by not complaining? Of course, when I was reading the book, I didn't complain. Can one really say that that is patience? That's, so that's why this definition, waiting without complaint, is in the right direction, but it's not the ultimate. Yeah. So that is the thing. There is something that must be there in order to make it real a virtue, real equality that we need to exhibit. And that is, in that my waiting, there was something that I lack. Or that, that can make my lack of uh, complaint significant, uh, morally significant. And that something is discomfort. Discomfort. Uncomfortability. Yeah, that makes it. So, there is need for discomfort in this situation. Yes, because it is the discomfort or the uncomfortability of the situation I find myself 
in that makes my refusal to complain very remarkable. Yeah, and therefore can be described as demonstration of patience. So to be patient is to endure discomfort without complaint. So discomfort has come in. Enduring discomfort without complaint, not just not complaining, but enduring discomfort without complaint. Therefore, an advanced definition noun of uh, or proper uh, definition of patience is that patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Joyce Meyer is a popular American uh, uh, author and writer. And she, has, uh, she, she made this statement in one of her books that patience is not the ability to wait. But it, is, it depends on how you act while you're waiting. It depends on how you act while you're waiting. So that is very, very important. I know that by now, a lot of people uh, now will be, uh, will be thinking or wondering or asking the question, is it really bad to complain when you are going through difficulty? Or as a human, can't I complain when I am in, a, uh, in an uncomfortable situation? Like Joyce Meyer said or stated, so I'm also saying that it depends on the situation and how you do it, how you do the complaint. I do not really think that um, there is anything wrong in drawing attention to or raising obje- objections to a situation or situations or circumstances that are clearly unjust yeah, or impractical and that need to be changed and can be changed. Yeah, one can draw that. That one can do that. That is not a big deal. However, personally, I think that grumbling every time, grumbling over things because they are annoying or they do not go or they do go they go against your personal wishes appears very petty. Yeah, really. Every time grumbling, grumbling, yeah, about things is not really they are insignificant. Those, those things, especially when uh, the situation cannot be changed by you or by the person you are complaining to. So, why? What? So, that is exactly the thing here. As uh, children of God, I would say that, okay, I would say that uh, in situations or conditions of significant physical and psychological suffering or trouble, Patience or patiently enduring may also involve complaint. Yeah. But the way of this complaint is different. The best and most suitable or most acceptable way to complain as children of God is to complain to God in prayer. Yes. To complain to him in prayer because generally, naturally, it is important and very useful to complain to someone who is sovereign who therefore has control over what you are complaining about and then who can do something about it and God is sovereign he has control and he can do something about it yes so based on that complaining grumbling everywhere is not the best way but we can complain 
if I look at, I, I would say that there are three varieties of patients. Yeah. Not that patients are divided into different, but situations. Uh, that is, uh, circumstances. So the first one is a, a, a circumstance uh, where, or situation where, um, something, uh, you find something nuisance, uh, something uh, a bit uh, uh, irritating to you, and then you would love to complain about it, but you, you hold yourself. Because you know that if you complain about it, it looks petty and it doesn't bring anything like I said at the beginning. Yeah, in that case, there is no need to complain. The second one is where uh, maybe you are exciting patient because of boredom, because of lack of things to do, because of lack of opportunity to do something and then you are feeling bored and you are com- uh, you're complaining. Of course, there is a little bit of discomfort there. Yeah, generally, but patience requires that you endure the discomfort and go. That is the second part. But then the third part is actually where there is significant suffering, difficulties, tribulations, problems that you're going through. Yeah, generally. Yeah, and that is especially the case that we are talking about here that yes, we can complain, but not going everywhere to shout about it, but go to the person that has the power to change things and that is God for us and then complain so in the Bible uh, there are a lot of uh, a lot of examples that King David gave in different uh, chapters of, um, of Psalm yeah, to show us that we can complain yes but complain to God exactly, there are a lot of them but I just put two examples here Psalm 10 uh, Psalm 10 verse 1 yeah why Lord do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? Yes. And Psalm 44, 24, verse 24. Why do you hide your face and forget our misery and oppression and etc. And so there are many ways. But you can see that King David was talking to God and not going around complaining. So patience is actually enduring difficulties. The capacity to go through endure difficulties without complaining. Yeah, generally. One key attribute, one key attribute of, of, um, of patience is that patience patience is quiet. Patience is quiet. Yes, patience does not make no noise. For instance, a father or a mother telling a t- um, a bedtime story, the third time. <laughs> I, th- I think some of us that are parents, yeah, I, I have experienced this several times. Yeah, you go there, you, you plan to, you have a lot of things you're doing, but you plan to just say one bedtime story so that they can sleep off. You say, you say there, you read one, and we go now, we say, Daddy, another one. And then you read another one, and then another one. The third time, the fourth time, they are not sleeping. You are exercising the patience. It's exercise, yeah, you, you exhibit this inside the room. And it's quiet. Nobody knows about that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody that is sick or afflicted that is praying and asking God for healing. He, do, he or she does it actually without much noise. Patience is quiet. Patience happens behind a closed door. Closed door. Patience happens within you. Yes. But actually... 
The other way around is the case of impatience. It shouts, it makes noise everywhere. Yeah, generally. Um, um, for example, uh, the, uh, um, the impatience actually is the one that normally grabs attention of everyone because you shout in the mall, in the uh, everywhere where you are not feeling uh, uh, um, very, very um, uh, comfortable or you are feeling impatient. So, so the key attribute of patience is that it, it is quiet. There is this popular example about impatience uh, that tells a story about uh, a commercial airline flight that was cancelled and as a result of this cancellation, the passengers have to be uh, booked on, 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 on the next, uh, on the, another flight. And they are all standing on the queue, very long queue, waiting. And one man kept on <clears throat> uh, making noise behind because he, he is feeling impatient. Yeah, um, because of the slow moving uh, 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 queue, generally. And then suddenly, he cannot manage the impatience again. He pushes forward, come, come to the front, uh, come to the front, and then knock on the, on the desk. Uh, no, no, first of all, he asked, uh, please, can the ticket agent book first class uh, for him on the next available flight? He came, the impatience pushed him to come and show off because he wanted to buy the first class ticket. Yeah, the business class, other people are economy. Yeah, we understand that. So, but then the ticket officer told him, wait, I need to attend to people who are before you before that. He became angry and he knocked on the desk and said, that you don't, do you really know who I am? Yeah, for example. <laughs> so the ticket agent really taught him a, a lesson on how to develop patience. What the ticket officer did in this example was that the ticket officer just picked up microphone they used to address the public there and announced, hello everyone, attention please. There is a man in front of the ticket office that do not know who he is. <laughs> please, if you can help to identify him, please come forward to the ticket, uh, uh, to the front desk of the ticket. The man immediately, 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 the, the impatience, everything, immediately disappeared. He quickly went back to the, and everybody started laughing. Yeah, that is a very good example of how uh, impatient one can be, yeah, generally, and what it can lead to and how to deal with you. Therefore, having patience means being able to wait calmly in the face of frustration or adversity. So, anywhere there is frustration or adversity, and this happened nearly in, many, in a lot of places, we have the opportunity to exhibit or practice patience. Every time you face frustration, do not allow impatience to overcrowd or overtake you, but see it as an opportunity to really practice patience, and that is how it comes generally at home with our kids, with our spouse. Of course, we all know this, those of us that are married. Yeah, with, um, at our, uh, with our colleagues at work, with, uh, at the shop, and every opportunity, 
try to use it. Do not allow the frustration to take over you and then lead you to impatience. Why is, why is patience very important? Patience is one of the most powerful qualities a person can have in life. If you really, of course, a lot of you can attest to, to that. It affects every aspect of our lives. It affects our relationship with others, in our marriage, in our friendship, in our workplace, in everywhere, even on the street. And also, it affects our relationship with God. Yeah? Patience affects our finances. It affects our promotion. It affects our work and career. Patience is very, very important attribute to learn. So, but uh, I will try to mention uh, three examples because I'm also looking at time. Three examples, uh, uh, different examples of um, the importance of patience. Number one, patience is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. We know that in Galatians 5, 23 to, uh, 22 to 23, yeah, we will come to, I will come to that a little bit detail. Therefore, because we are required to bear or show the fruit of the Spirit, patient, we are required to show that. Since now, we live by the Spirit after crucifying the flesh. That is what Paul tells us in Galatians. We will come a little bit to that more. We, after we crucify flesh through the death of Christ, then we are required. It's important that we exhibit the fruit of the Spirit. Second point as well, why patience is important is that God is patient. Has been patient with us. And therefore, it is important that we also be patient with others. Be patient to others. Exhibit patience to others. And a good example of the fact that God has been patient and is still, is still patient with us and that we need to exhibit it to others is well captured by Paul, the apostle, in 1 Timothy 1, 15 to 16. We will read this one. So he said, here is a trustworthy... No, no, that um, first Timothy. Yes. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. Paul is saying that. Continue. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst sinners... Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. Paul used himself in this message to show how his life and the way he has lived it has been an embodiment of God's patience. Yes, God's patience unto him. It took Paul a very long time to understand that the way he was living his life, persecuting, killing in the name of God, was not pleasing to God. And yet, all those why he was doing it, 
God was incredibly patient towards him and didn't give up on him. Yeah? And after now, Paul finally understood the wrong path he was going and responded to God's love and call in Christ. Paul took it upon himself to teach churches the importance of being patient with the weaker members of the faith community, with the weaker members of the church communities, teaching us how to be patient with the people that are expecting or that are going or trying to or irritating us. I can put it that way. So, 1 Thessalonians 5.14 is an example of that. Uh, of one of the uh, where Paul made it very clear. And he said, and we urge you, he's telling the Thessalonians, we urge you, brothers, warn those who are idle, encourage the timid, help the weak, be patient with everyone. Be patient with everyone. So, God is, God is patient. He is still patient with us because I know a lot of things that we do. A lot of wrong that we do, yet he never removes his eyes from us. He never allows us to go astray. He protects you, he guides you, he still never give up on you. Yes. He is still patient. And therefore, because he is patient with us, we ought to demonstrate patience to others. And it's very important. That's why patience is important. Another example is the the fact that our Lord Jesus Christ throughout his ministry or his ministry work has demonstrated patience everywhere. Yeah? He has gone. The disciples taking them to go and pray and they fall asleep. You are sleeping. He was still patient. He taught them everything and yet they are lazy or they are thick-headed, thick-headed and then they, they cannot understand what, for example, they went to cast out devil. <laughs> they couldn't do it. For all the teaching and all, he was still patient. Yes, some people will say, oh, but there was a time when he rebuked them. Yeah, that was rebuking. That was not really complaining. That was not really demonstration of impatience, but rebuking them in order for them to understand what needed to be done. That is how I understand it. So, our Lord Jesus has demonstrated it throughout um, the, uh, his, his ministry work. And the third point I want to make about why patience is important is the fact that Patience is essential for us to be able to experience God in his best. Patience is important, extremely important. Yeah? For us to be able to experience God in his, uh, in, uh, in his best. For instance, God's promises. Patience helps us to inherit and enjoy the promises of God. Every promise of God in the Bible, in your dream, talking to you through the prophets and everything, every promise of God has a time attached to it for fulfillment. And you can only get it if you are able to be patient to wait for that time to come. Yes, it's very, very important. Therefore, we need faith and patience to see the fulfillment of God's promises in our life. If we look at Hebrew 6, 12 to 15. Yeah, quickly. We do not want you to become lazy. That is what Paul is writing. But to imitate those who through faith 
and patience inherit what has been promised. Yeah, continue. When God made his promise to Abraham, since there was no one greater for him to swear by, he swore by himself. Saying, I will surely bless you and give you many descendants. And so, after waiting patiently, Abraham received what uh, was promised. And you can see it. It is the patient, waiting patiently. It is patience that allow us to receive the promises. The promises in the Bible, the promise, there are a lot of people that will get prophecy. They are quick and waiting for it. If it's not happening, then the man of God is a liar. He's not true prophet. You need patience. And that is why we are learning today how we can develop this patience to be able to receive everything that was appropriated for us. The second one is peace. Patience helps us to enjoy peace and happiness in our life. Everything in life takes its own time. Impatience often leads to restlessness, anger, resentment, worry, anxiety. But patience helps us to live peacefully even when we have to wait. If you look at Psalm 37.7 and he said, Be still! Before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways. When they carry out their wicked schemes. When it seems around you that there is no peace. That there are troubles. Patience is what is required. Yes. To be able to have peace. Because you know that there is somebody who is in charge. Yes. Patience is very, very important. Yes. When we say it, it sounds as if uh, it's um, storytelling uh, on the best side of the, of, of the kids. But that is reality. That is how it is. The only savior, the only thing that can make it reality for us is for us to ensure that we develop this fruit, this virtue, this quality that is patience. It is not easy. It is very difficult, but it can be done. So there are a lot of other places, other things, many other things, yeah, or many other reasons why patience is so important, but because of time, I will not dwell. For instance, power. Patience gives strength and power from above. Isaiah 40, 31, let me quickly say that. Isaiah 30, 41, uh, 31, sorry, 40, 31. He said, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Yes, that is how it is. You see, the thing is that these are the promises of God. And if we, we are entitled to them if we do what is required. And in this case, patience will renew your strength. Wherever, no, no matter whatever you find yourself at this, at this moment in if you're able to develop passion, the Lord is saying, if you have become weak, if you're weary, if, it's the, if it seems as if there are no ways, be patient. I will renew your strength. That is what the Lord is saying. Yeah. I will, it is real. It happens. Amen? Amen. So, my brothers and sisters, there has never been a time, a situation 
in my life that I decided to demonstrate patience that I ever regretted it. It might take time, the result. People might see you as weak. Yeah, people might see you you cannot do anything. But at the wrong run, patience pays. Patience pays. It is difficult to do it, but if you do it, if you are able to do it, then you will be able to really reap from it. Be patient. Why are we rushing? Why are we trying to show power? Why are we trying to... What is it that is worrying us? Don't you think that it's petty to start complaining, grumbling? Don't you think that it's too fast for you to be reacting in that way? Why not calm down? Yes, the person you are coming down onto might see you as weak, but it pays. It pays. That fight you would have fought, but because you calmed down and they called you weak has removed you from being or from, even removed you might, you might, you might be the, the greater one that you more strength, a strong one that might even cause something that will put you in prison. But because you have a side patient that has been removed from you, but you wouldn't know because it didn't happen. Yeah, patience is very, very important. So, quickly now, let us look at how do we cultivate patience? Because I have spent a lot of time trying to establish the fact that patience is very important. I know that a lot of us think about it. I know that a lot of us know about it. But the thing is that when it comes to putting it in practice, it becomes difficult for me and you. It is true. That is how it is. It becomes difficult. There are even some people will tell you, there is a level where I can endure it. If it crosses, no, 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 no. no. Yes, that is how it is. But you are required to endure to the end so that you can receive the fruit. That is how it is. So, how do we cultivate or develop patience? So, before, we, first of all, we read uh, Colossians 3. Uh, 12 to 13. So first of all, we look at the NIV and then we will quickly look at uh, the Amplified. Therefore, as God's choosing people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with, uh, bear with um, each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Amen? So let us look at also the, uh, the uh, Amplified. Let us see how he, how he described it. Ah, okay, the Amplified. Let me see. Yeah, there is, a, there is a Amplified that calls it put on. Okay. But he said there, clothe yourself, um, <clears throat> therefore, as God's own choosing ones. Who are purified and holy and well-beloved by God himself. By putting on behavior marked by tender-hearted, pity, mercy, kind feeling, a lowly opinion of yourself, gentle ways, patience, which is tireless and long-suffering and has the power to endure whatever comes. Whatever comes. There is no limit. There is no limit. I know it's difficult, but there is no limit. We need to endure. That is the only way. Yes. Whatever comes with good temper. Be gentle and forbearing with one another. And if one has a difference, a grievance or complaint against another, readily pardoning each other, even as the Lord had freely forgiven us, so must you also forgive. It's difficult. Yes, but all this forgiveness, they require patience. That 
is the only way. And but then from the the the, 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 the portion we read, it becomes very clear to us that patience is not necessarily something we are we have been given by birth. When you were born, you you got patience. No, it was not there. It's not there. It is not something that uh, that is a threat that is inborn in you. No, it is not. Patience is something that you develop. That is why he said. Put on. Clothe yourself. You must clothe yourself. Yeah, you must clothe yourself. You should clothe yourself. It's not inborn. Nobody will tell me, oh, <laughs> yeah, this guy, he's really very patient. It seems as if he was born with it. He was not born with it. He was developed. So that's why there is need for us to develop patience here. General. So how do we develop it? To cultivate, uh, to cultivate patience. One, the first thing we need to do is to recognize and accept the fact that we have personal responsibility to develop patience. It is a personal responsibility. As the Bible version has, or the passage has told us, he said, put on, clothe yourself, hang it on your neck, do whatever you like to put it on your head or on you, in you. Uh, the patience. Yeah, generally. So, we must do it we must do it. It is not inborn. And so, as part of this uh, recognition of this personal uh, responsibility, we need to recognize difficulties and hardship as opportunities in disguise to develop this. Instead of grumbling, I have already said it before, instead of grumbling and complaining each time we encounter frustration and adversity, we should use the situation to practice how to be patient. It is these difficulties that help us to develop and cultivate the virtue of patience in our life. Yes, when you see, when you are, yes, it is there to develop you. And we are coming to that. Also, as part of this personal responsibility to develop patience, we have to accept the fact that it takes time and effort to develop patience. When Paul told Colossians, to put on the heart of patience, to clothe themselves, yeah, uh, with heart of patience. He did not say that it is going to be easy. In the verses before, that is verse twelve, if you look at it, for instance, the verse eight, Paul told them, verse eight before the uh, verse twelve, Paul told them that they must rid themselves of all such things as anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy languages from their lips. Showing, this shows that there is work to do. Yes, it is not easy. It requires your effort. If you're going to get rid of this before you get patient, that means there is work. So we have to recognize that there is work. We have to make the effort. It is not easy. It is not easy. We have to make the effort. It is not easy for me. But sometimes, when you try to practice it, you look very, very, look at this one. You cannot even do anything. There are even they even, they even boxed him and then he was still standing there. Can, no, yeah, that is the only way. It's the only way to do it. So, developing patience requires constant practice. Generally. It requires constant practice and effort over time. That's why we need to accept the fact that it takes time and effort. Recognizing situation of difficulties and frustration as opportunities to practice patience. And in the process that a lot of this thing happens, in the process of recognizing and making this effort, 
mistake can be made. That is, relapsing back into impatience. It can happen. Yeah, along the line. But the reason why I'm saying this is that some people who take this upon themselves to, uh, to develop patience, when they're in the process of, oh, declaring God, I want to develop patience, and then they are in the process, and then suddenly they misbehave and then acted impatiently. Oh, I think I'll, I'll just forget about this. I, I, can't, I can't do it. Uh, I'm, I'm just born that way. I cannot tolerate this nonsense. No, you can. You can. Yeah, you can. There is a, yeah, you can. That is what I'm trying to tell you. God is telling you, you can. Don't give up. Mistake is normal. It's a human thing. We can make mistakes. But what you are required to do is to quickly acknowledge, quickly forgive yourself, and quickly go back again back to, your, to the part of learning how to be patient. It will pay. It takes time. When you master it, it becomes easy. When you master it, you don't care about what people say anymore. You are focused on being patient. And like I told you, there is no way as a child of God, I have never seen anybody that tells me that patience really finally did not materialize into a good thing. You might think, oh, I have missed this because I was patient. Yes, it's coming. Your own time is coming. God knows. Yes, your own time and it's coming. Yes? So get back on the track and try to continue. If you have wronged somebody in the in the, your display of impatience, please apologize to them. Get their forgiveness and move on. Forgive yourself and then move back onto their path. That is the only way. There is no other way. If you want to dwell long on it, then you are, you are really going to go out of practicing because you are still in the process of trying to master it. The second point of developing patience is uh, that we need to remember that patience is a fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5, 22 to 23, we will read it this time. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And against such things, there is no law. There is no law. They are the fruit of the spirit. But the thing is that this, exactly this Bible version and in the context of developing patience means that to develop patience, we must learn to rely on the Holy Spirit because it is the fruit of the Spirit. We must rely on the Holy Spirit. So, for example, when we accepted Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit came into us and dwell in us to teach us to instruct us, to guide us, to comfort us, to do all sorts of things to us, to help us. The Spirit enables us to do what God requires from us. However, however, and that is very important, this does not mean that it happens automatically. Because I have Holy Spirit in me, automatically I will exercise patience. No, see how it works. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, And then, for the Holy Spirit to do his work in us, to help us to develop that, what we want to develop, we must rely on him. We must yield to him. We must surrender to him. We must avail ourselves to him. Holy Spirit might be in you, but when, you, when he's talking to you, you block your ears. It will not come. Patience will not come. Love will not be developed. You will still behave the way you have been behaving. But when you avail yourself, when you surrender to him, 
when you obey him, then you will be able to. So, we do not develop fruit of the spirit simply because we are Christians. And we have Holy Spirit in us. No. When the Bible says fruit of the spirit, it means fruit. That is the result, the outcome of the spirit. Fruit of the, it is the outcome of yielding to, of obeying, of trusting, of relying upon the Holy Spirit. That is why it's fruit of this. It's outcome of doing all these things. We must rely. We must, we must listen. When in a situation where impatience, please, just listen. Listen to that tiny voice. Because sometimes the voice of the spirit is very tiny. Listen to that one. And it calms you down. That, is mean, that it means yielding to him, relying to him. And when you do this, one, two, three, four, five, five times, you become, you become used to it. And then you see that it comes quickly and easily. Yeah. So, fruit of the Spirit means the outcome of yielding to the command, direction, leadership of the Holy Spirit. And that is uh, one of the ways that we can develop uh, the, um, um, the um, uh, patience. I know that uh, the time is going. I will quickly round up now. So, the, uh, the third one is to, that dev- to develop um, patience we must remember that patience is developed through trials in our lives. That one, there is no way we can run away from it. As I have already mentioned before, that difficulties should be seen as opportunities for developing patience through trials, tribulation, hardship. We develop the capacity to always be patient through all these difficulties. What an irony. In James 1, 2, yeah, can, can I see? Yeah, James 1, 2. He said, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Count it all joy. And that is this verse 2. Verse 2, I'm coming to that. The verse 2 of this, uh, of James 1 is really... <laughs> It's very interesting but very difficult because it te- it's telling us to do something that is not natural. And that is be joyful when you are suffering. Yeah, be joyful. Enjoy yourself. Jump up and down because you're suffering. It is unnatural. It's difficult to be done. But we need to do it if we really want to develop patience. The difficulties, the tribulation, the trials, they come because God wants to develop patience in us. The only reason why I will go through the difficulties, trials, tribulation with joy and happiness is that I am assured that something precious is going to come out of it. And that is the cultivation of patience in my life. God bring them. We must go through them whether we like it or not. A lot of people because in churches and in Christianity we always preach hope, love, this, that. People always feel a lot of people, I know that not everyone, but a lot of people always think that Christianity means, oh, peaceful life, everything is fine, no problem, I'm in Christ now, everything. No, no, no. Trial, tribulation, all of them come. And purposely. God knows that the only way to develop patience in me and you is to get us to pass through that. And when they come, you will need to be able to, to, be able to endure them and be able to develop patience. That is the only way you can develop patience. Generally. So my dear brothers and sisters, trials, trials, tribulation, problem, difficulty, hardship, drive us to God. 
which causes us to mature and become and have the ability to endure. And one thing we also will remember is that patience and, uh, and uh, faith, they are intertwined. Yeah? When you have patience, when you have patience, you develop faith. Or when, when you have faith in God, it helps you to be patient because you know somebody is in control, generally. So, they are intertwined. You have to link them together, generally. So, because of time, I will be looking at it. So, my brothers and sisters, I will say, are you willing? Are you willing today to stop mourning? I'm talking to you. I'm talking to myself. Stop complaining. Stop worrying about everything that goes against your personal wishes. Are you willing to see your difficulties, the problems as opportunities to learn and develop patience? It is not easy. It is not easy. It is very difficult. But the Bible is telling us that we can rely on the Holy Spirit to be able to do this. Yes, we can rely because he is the producer of the fruit of patience. We can rely, yield to him, allow him to do his work. See tribulations generally as opportunities to develop this. And practice constantly. Try to use every opportunity you feel frustrated. Remember that, oh, I want to develop patience. Let me endure it. By so doing, the Spirit, God will help us definitely to be able to be able to develop a master patience. And when we master it, every other thing in life will fall into it. Our faith in God will grow and we will be happy forever. Yes. Amen. I want you to stand on your feet. I want to just pray because of time. I want to just pray. I want to, mighty Father King of glory, Father, as you have delivered your word, as you have talked to us, Father, mighty King of glory, I pray for myself and my brothers and sisters. Oh, mighty King of glory, God, empower us, O God. Father, we hunger and thirst for the virtue of patience. Father, because you have told us and you have shown to us that this is a key to happiness and is a key to our faith, is a key to fulfillment of all the promises that you have given unto us. Father, in your infinite mercy, please empower us to develop this. Give us the strength to go through difficulties and trials, O God. Give us, remind us, O God, each time, mighty King of glory, Father, that you are training us in patience. Mighty Father, King of glory, empower us because we cannot do it on our own. We solely depend on you. Mighty Father, King of glory, thank you, O God, for you have done this. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen.